All right, so we're doing our collab today with the ladies with a spooky tales. A spooky way. A spooky tales. Halloween special. <laughs> pew, pew. Ladies, welcome to the show. And we're also happy to be on yours. So this will be co-released on either of us. Uh, times to be determined. Yes. Um, ladies, for those of for all the audiences out there who don't know who you are, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, yeah, we're a Spooky Tales. We're a podcast all about paranormal stuff, folklore, myths, legends, with a focus on Latin America. Sweet, sweet. Ooh. And I'm Christina. I don't know if I introduced myself. <laughs> Hi, Christina. Hi. I'm MJ. Hi, everybody. I'm Hi. what Christina said. <laughs> And so for everyone on the Spooky Tales side, we are canceled for maintenance. We are two of three. Our third person, Shoreline, is actually on a work trip right now. We talk about the greedy and non-glamorous lifestyle of the aircraft maintenance. And like it's yep, pretty much all thing aviation uh, maintenance related. The, the dirty Fun fact, side. I was in an aviation unit in Germany. Hey, Ooh. there we go. There was and, only uh, four and- medics. <laughs> that was one of four medics. Oh, you're you're in a medevac crew. Yeah, no, no, we were just the medics for everyone else, <laughs> not oh, Medivac. Okay. Medivac was stationed somewhere else, like in 40 minutes away. Uh, like Speng- Spengalum or whatever. Uh, what was the place called? Cotterbot? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm, right. si- I'm six. Hi. And I'm Hello. Short for. Yes. Hi. Short for, short for man, bear, pig. Hey. Which was my call sign awesome. throughout all my deployments. <laughs> <laughs> and likewise, our audio wizard Shoreline, he's currently on a work trip. Uh, we we totally had a wish to him to be here. This would have been extra funny. <laughs> yeah, he would he would have enjoyed this for sure. Yeah, he definitely would be laughing his, his brains off. Like, uh, I'm going to tell you ladies, when we do our shows, uh, we would have the audio off or the video off just so we can have like a, a stronger audio stream for Shoreline to fix. But he would have his video on and the faces he makes when we tell our stories, it just has a rolling and it just makes us want to add more dumb shit on top of the story just to kind of yeah. see what his reaction would be. <laughs> that, oh that's God. hilarious. Yeah. So like when we can all get together, and I'm sure you guys do the same thing when you're together face to face, man, the recordings just get so much better because you can just feed off of each other. Oh, yeah. and he gets so you animated know, too in the same room. Yeah, get wild standing up, yelling. Her her reactions to whenever like I say like you know whatever the topic is that day, and she's like, oh, you should see the face I made right now. I'm like send it, and then I will send you a picture. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> send it. <laughs> That's awesome. So today, ladies, um, we want we want to focus a little bit on a Halloween special. At least for us, for you, this is like a normal everyday thing. Yeah, but, yeah. but for us, since we're <laughs> We're kind of going to the spirit of Halloween. Um, we want to talk a little bit about uh, haunted bases, haunted hangars, uh, ghost aircraft stories, things of that. Like, do you guys have uh, any stories or whatnot that you would care to share? Fun. Yes, I found a story. I will be taking everyone to the beautiful Puerto Rico about a haunted military fortress. It's an old fortress, so it was built by the Spanish. Oh, so this is like 1500s or 1600s. Years. Mm-hmm. Okay, right on. This sounds scary already. She's like, oh, the beautiful haunted island of Puerto Rico. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> right. And then MJ, what's yours about? Oh, uh, mine, I am doing it on a fortress in Peru. Uh, again, also built by the Spanish. And it's one of the most haunted places in Peru. So can't wait to get into that. 
There's a theme oh here. God. Places where the Spanish were are very mm-hmm. haunted. <laughs> what well, does the Spanish create La Llorona then? Uh, yeah, there's a possibility that they yeah, I mean, probably they, they create everything dark. Took came something, in with their asses yeah. and and, uh, and created all the folklore that we uh, hear today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or changed it to what it is yeah. now. Now well, that's true them, too. Yeah. yeah. Now we give them side eye. Everybody <laughs> side eye with me. Yeah. So before we get into that, speaking of of Spanish, uh, have you guys ever heard of those Aztec death whistles? Yes. Yes. Those things are wild, dude. Can you imagine being like a a Spanish conquist, like the conquistadors or whatever, like in a little camp in the middle of the jungle, and you just hear those screaming on both sides of the both sides of you all night long? I think they sell them on Etsy for like thirty dollars. I want one. Oh, really? I want one now. Can you imagine that? Like just especially on Halloween night, right? Just Blowing the life out of that thing and just hear, wow! Oh my but can God. you imagine Mini MJ with that? Like, no, I, I can't have one. <laughs> Mini MJ would be like, no. <laughs> I think you should I treat yourself. You should. You should. <laughs> treat yourself. You know, treat, treat choose my, violence. <laughs> choose violence, Mini MJ. Yeah, you, you've earned it. She does. Choose violence. <laughs> Today's the day you stop acting like the bigger person. <laughs> Why have I ever acted like the bigger person? That's uh, the I mean, that's true. I mean, <laughs> I don't. I can't answer that for you, but I just assume there's been times, and no. so you've earned this one. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And like when I'm mad, like anything I think that pops into my head, like I'm sorry. You're if you're if my mouth goes off, that's your fault, not mine. <laughs> yeah, but that that's the that's the Latina side coming out, the hot bloodedness. I get it. I live with it. <laughs> I think we all live with it, right? Each, yeah. Matter of fact, all three of us. We're a little yeah. bit homicidal. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, uh, I just want to say I'm super chill. I'm <laughs> <laughs> until you're not, right? Until you're not. Uh, until no, you're not. no. Uh, <laughs> I'm very chill. Explain the trophy yesterday, Christina. That was just a super cool trophy. I'm not a bitch. I swear. <laughs> Ask, ask anyone. Except MJ. Now I gotta know what this trophy is and, and why you got it. What's the it's story? It's a Dundee there? Award. It's a what award? A Dundee Award from the office. Oh, that's awesome. My uh, my husband brought one home, and apparently someone traded into traded it into his store, and he brought it, and I was so happy, and it had different little plaques, and um, one of them was kind of a bitch award, which is the one I. I put on myself, okay? Like no one else is around here. You acknowledge it. No, awesome. no, I just, I just like the plaque, okay? No, no. So what she, what, she, what she means to say is Christina is nice, but the other side. <laughs> it's like a, that's like a Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde thing, right? Yeah. No, her, her doppelganger is not. <laughs> it's my well, twin. Uh, well, Chris, well we've not me. We've established that Christina has a doppelganger. She has two of them. <laughs> well, yeah. technically, it would and, be and, four, and, right? Because Christina, you saw your your twins doppelgangers. So They'll be four. Yeah, a it's quad a doppelganger. Quad doppelganger. She's <laughs> <laughs> rolling mob deep, you know. <laughs> I can tell you that at least the one the one doppelganger that uh, I know down here, that one would definitely choose violence. <laughs> so she's her violent side, right? And they mesh together and they create a whole system. You know? <laughs> We, we found your evil side and it's here. <laughs> oh, what's that movie with what's that movie with uh Toby Maguire where he has like the multiple personalities? Oh, is it Toby Maguire or um what's his name? Was it Toby? Uh, oh no. 
Uh, the guy that looks like him? No, the guy who plays Xavier. What's his name? Oh, Split? No, not yeah. Split. Oh, yeah, yeah, Split. Split, yeah. Split, yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Boy? Yeah, that's his name. Yeah, okay. That, that. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, yeah. We found your, we found your evil side. We need you guys to <laughs> console and, and come together as one again and just be one ballot person. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist, they're all evil. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but oh, man. You, no. you guys can make your own scary <laughs> no, movie Christina, out of that. Christina is like the sweetest person, though. Really. Thank you. But but evil of evil is no. positive, so that's good. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, come back full circle. I'm the one who wears the fedora, okay? So clearly, <laughs> fedoras are evil. They uh, are. are they? Yeah, or I've never attributed. No, because the like, man, wears the man wears one. The men in black wear a fedora. There's well, stories of uh, the devil dancing in ballrooms, and he's always fedora. wearing a hat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow! You wear a hat when you're 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 up to no good, and I'm the one who always wears hats. Interesting. I have never heard that. Yeah, same here. I'm learning so much already. <laughs> <laughs> so if you wear a hat, that means so in a lot of the 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 spooky tales or scary stories, at least in the Latin culture. If your hat, if the the figure has a hat on, that's uh, like a sign of the devil or a sign of uh, a, that's a just bad a, entity. That's just in a spooky tales thing that we were like, "Whoa, why are but all like these bad entities wearing hats? Like, what is up? And why is it always a fedora?" And we were yeah, like so having like we were having like a like a you know a mind blowing moment. We we're like, "Yo, they're all wearing fedoras. What is this? Is a fedora conspiracy?" <laughs> yeah. Right. Interesting. It was just I, I have, <laughs> I have never heard that before. It. I'd have to pay attention to that. Right. I yeah. stand by it too. That's why me and my mini, my daughter. That's work. why they rock fedoras. Yeah. Mm. To let people know. <laughs> so Christina, you mentioned you were gonna take us through uh the beautiful haunted island of Puerto Rico. Uh Carita. Yes, let me uh, let story. me start here. So I'm going to give a little background on the place and then just go into the legends. And uh, as always, feel free to interject with your thoughts. Castillo San Cristobal is located in San Juan, Puerto Rico. San Juan was colonized by the Spanish in 1521. In 1539, the Spanish constructed two defense fortresses, Castillo San Felipe del Morro and La Fortaleza. And in 1595 and 1598, the English attacked San Juan at these two locations. There was a bloody battle. Um, lots of casualties, but I think the Spanish won. I don't know. I didn't read more than that. <laughs> 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 then huh. in 1625, the Dutch attacked from um, the other side where these two fortresses fortresses were not located at. And um, it was an unexpected attack and they had a lot of casualties. And this led them to build Castillo San Cristobal. It was built on a hill originally known as Cerro de la Orca or Cerro del Quemadero. And it took them 150 years to complete it. Seems like a long ass time. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a super long time. Right. Were they it's, waiting for uh, those stones to be formed? <laughs> no idea how or what what was going on, but it took them that long. They, I mean, like it started, they all died and it was like continued by someone else. I'm assuming like. like yeah. <laughs> It's the largest fortress built by the Spanish. It covers over 27 acres with deep tunnels and sentry boxes, also called garitas in Spanish. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
these uh, sentry boxes were so far apart from each other that in order to make sure they were still awake, that they were still there, the guards would yell out at each other uh, until they got a response. But they had to yell so loud because they were competing with distance, with the sound of the wind, with waves crashing at the shore. Um, so they, they had to be really loud. Um, one sentry box was even further away than the others. This sentry box or garita earned the name Garita del Diablo or the Devil Sentry Box. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> According to legend, a soldier by the name Sanchez was at Garita del Diablo. His fellow soldiers called and called and called for him and there was no answer. They were too scared to check on him during this shift during the night. So they waited until morning. And when they arrived, there was no trace of Sanchez, nothing but his weapon and his uniform. The other guards believed that Sanchez was taken by the devil and the story spread. And the sentry box was forever known as La Garita del Diablo. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it's a lot more likely that he just went AWOL. He like took off with yeah. his girlfriend. <laughs> but nonetheless, the, uh, the legend, um, persisted it spread um but the the reason that's more likely it's because there's like records that his command did not approve of his girlfriend neither did her parents um so there's like a big chance that they just ran away together and lived happily ever after or left each other who knows i don't know <laughs> who knows hopefully happily ever after i don't know right yeah <laughs> we'll go with that that sounds we'll better yeah. when we're yeah. talking about the garita the Diablo. Yeah. Right. They were happy until they weren't. Until they weren't. Until they weren't. (laughs) The what's it called? The uh, inverted picture here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Question mark. (laughs) Murder. Um, Murder. (laughs) Death everywhere. Yes. The spirit followed Um, them everywhere. Speaking speaking of spirits. (laughs) Um, So many guards went missing from that box. that That specific sentry box. And so, you know, the legend spread even more. They were taken by Satan, never to be seen alive again. But their spirits are said to roam the fortress. Hmm. What Another a, what a, tale. Oh, what? Go on. I was like, what a bummer. Like, imagine, like, you got snatched up by the devil. And then instead of, like, living life in hell, you just get to do your job all that, day, right? for every is, day, for all eternity. I mean, that, that is, that's, that's really hell. Like, <laughs> just... That is that. That would be true hell. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was supposed Actual, to um, X. Now look at me. Yeah. Right. Can't Actual you. fiery hell sounds better than, than like, that. Just, you just get to do your job over and over. MVP and I actually made jokes about that. Like I, w- I would rather be in the tenth circle of hell than to just forever do my job all day every day <laughs> just like oh with no end in sight yeah <laughs> agreed <laughs> uh, so you were saying again christina yes so another tale told of san Cristo- oh my god i can't say it again another tale told of san cristobal is that of maria dolores and uh it's said that maria dolores was the daughter of the executioner of san cristobal um so maria fell in love with a man who happened to be a thief that was eventually caught and arrested for his crimes. And he was um, kept at the fortress. Um, He was sentenced to death and killed by the executioner, Maria's daughter. 
but she was unaware of all of this. And um, so uh, I don't know where she was or what was going on, but see, apparently she came across his body in the gallows and she was devastated. And so then she died by suicide, uh, hanging herself beside her lover. And then the executioner, her father, found both of them when he came back to dispose of the body he had just executed the guy. Um, I forgot his name, Betancourt, which sounds weird. Like, why is someone named Betancourt there? So I don't know. Maybe he was That's a, not uh, a... He was, he was British, a fo- British dropped off by the British some some point. Like he was uh, a yeah, name. something. Yeah, he was a foreign draftee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the the couple is now set to haunt the fortress. Ugh. Like together, like walking hand in hand, or like one will be on one side, one will be on the other, and I'd like to think they switch it up. You know, <laughs> they they run shifts. They do shifts. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes they hold hands. Sometimes they take turns. Like you know, that's that's what I like to think. Yeah, I, yeah, because I think they would be like, man, I'm getting bored of you. It's all eternity. Get away from me. You <laughs> <laughs> <In> my space. <laughs> man, that's crazy. Don't even. I don't know, I just I couldn't imagine walking through. See, ancient places like that, right? The spirits and everything, and just walking around there at night. Oh, just come here at nighttime. Take a nighttime tour. Or I can wait till the sun's up. You know what I mean? I yeah. I don't know. I would wait for the sun. Um, yeah. This place, you can go to the fortress, but you cannot get in the sentry boxes, apparently. Um, FYI. But it is open to the public. So if you're ever I, in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Which which goes to show you, right, that they there's still people out there that believe in the, the evil spirits a little bit, right? If they won't let you go in those those sentry boxes. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I don't know the reason. I don't know if they're just like too old and it's dangerous or it's because they're haunted. But then again, people are stupid, so there's bound to be somebody to do some stupid shit there. Like, Yo, check this out, YOLO, and then you just see it, like a, <laughs> a hand just come snatch his ass. I'm like, oh my god, nope, nope, nope. I, nope, I think nope. it's a combination of all of it. I still think there's somebody that believes that those are evil places, no, but- and they're just that's their way of protecting. One right, thing sure. we always talked about is like Americans, so we wouldn't doubt Americans would be like, "Yo, let's bring a Ouija board there." No, mm-hmm. let's find oh, the no. sure, yeah, you know yeah. there's gonna be some yeah, dumb, dumb like, kids in there. It's like no, nobody's trying tempting to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kids would be like, oh, "Let's tempt fate a little bit. Let's do a little Blair Witch Project." No, no. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, no, no. hard it's no. A, no. Not yeah, I. You can you go ahead and get snatched up by Satan yourself. Right, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, go ahead and do pass. that job for all of eternity. <laughs> Right. No, thank you. <laughs> nope. It nope. sounds like a you problem, but thanks for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, oh, too bad. I'll, you know, you got snatched by the devil. I'll see you in hell. Bye. Nope. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Out skis. Exit stage right. That is funny. Is it my turn now, or Christina? Do you still have more? Nope. That was my story. Oh, okay. Um. Well, I am doing my story on. Fortale- I can't even say anything. Fortaleza Same. del Real Felipe, or in English, the Real Felipe Fortress. It's located in Lima, Peru, and um, it started construction in 1747 and finished within like eight months. Um, wow, that's fast and compared no, to the one I talked about. It was right. um, a little quicker than they learned since then, right? They <laughs> built that one. It took them 150 yeah. years. So we can and, do this quicker this time. Yeah. And <laughs> The Spanish built it. Um, it was built during a, a colonization. And it was to protect Peruvian coastline from pirates um, because uh, at that time they were really attacking the Spanish and the Spanish were like, yo, we need something to 
to protect ourselves. So they learned. I think that this was a little bit after the that one, right, Christina? When was yours built? Yeah, for sure. Mine was built in. It started in like sixteen something, and it was finished. Yeah, like so in this was like almost something. like a hundred years later. They're like, oh, we learned. Yeah, <laughs> we learned. Um, and it was a stronghold during its fight for independence. And today, it, this historical site is a military museum and continues to be an active military base. It is popular. Uh, it's a popular destination for tourism during the day. Uh, but why not at night? Well, this it's, the story's a little bit different <laughs> at night. The real Felipe oh. Fortress is considered one of the most haunted places in Peru, along with La Casa Matusita, which if you guys are interested in that, we have an episode on it. Ooh. Yes. Okay. Let's um, do it. Both of them. Let's go. <laughs> uh, y'all are on your own for La Casa Matusita. This one seems a little bit less scary, but that one, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, I not would not I. put in that. Not, <laughs> that <I. laughs> not me. <laughs> Send <laughs> pictures though. <laughs> it's just, like the, like it's, if you go missing, like I'm sorry. I'm not going. I'm not going to find you. But I'm it, sorry. <laughs> it's like uh, we're gonna be like that scene from um, what's it the the princess and the frog. We're like I'm I'm in a giant fedora ma- magician's hat, and there's like a whole bunch of shadow people behind me, like just ready to snatch my soul. <laughs> Yeah. I got yeah. friends on the other side. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Wish you were here. And it's like all of them is like giving thumbs up, like they're just ready to snatch your soul. <laughs> yeah. Come closer. <laughs> Are you ready? Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I continue, please. Sorry. <laughs> so there have been so many counts of paranormal activity at the site that the museum holds paranormal tours for those who are interested. It has also been featured on Ghost Hunters International. Now, the most common sighting is a lady in white, which can be seen at midnight on the drawbridge of the King's Tower. And I don't understand why this is, but lady and ladies in white women, apparitions in white are one of the most common ghosts ever. Ladies dressed in white. The way you made it sound was like it's a white lady with like, her PSL uh, in hand and like a I mean, shirt and like listen, 100 years from now there's going to be uh, something like that I thought you said like a white lady like <laughs> that's what like I'm saying colonizer, you know what I mean like, well, I mean it probably was either way but uh, no you know they um a lot of the lady in white ghosts they they have made like it's an indigenous person so is it like la llorona is supposed to be a mestiza woman that is true but yeah, i feel like it, well. but i feel like i feel like a lady in white is like so common all around the world because yeah. you know how they would uh at the time of burial they were they would bury the women in their finest dresses which often was the wedding dress mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know, but it's very common. Yeah, I see it all the time. So, so in about three hundred years from now, you're gonna see it's instead of lady in white, it's gonna be lady in ox blood or something like that because that's like <laughs> the latest fad. Oh shit! <laughs> we just said almost the same thing, but you said Lululemon and I said Lululemon, which I thought was the same thing for the longest time. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> no, and then it's like they're just gonna be, um, you know, during you know October where it's like, yeah, there was this lady and it was Ugg boots. 
Uh, with the <laughs> she had a North Face jacket on, uh, boots. It was crazy. Latte in hand. In hand. She tried to pour it on me. I'll have none of this. Pour it on me. It's time for fall, y'all. And she had the Karen haircut. Oh my god! Oh my god. And you just hear the jingling, the jingling of all the bracelets and shit. Like, oh my god. <laughs> I have a complaint. <laughs> that, so yeah, she, that's hearing, what like, she repeats. Scream or whatever. You hear, all you hear is, "I have a complaint." <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry, MJ. Continue, please. <laughs> now I'm gonna call myself. <laughs> Catch the cough, man. <laughs> oh my god! That would be me with the PSL, and I'm a ghost. Okay, you guys, don't <laughs> don't ghost bust me, please. I'm basic. <laughs> basic things. Just, okay. just leave out. Just sprinkle some pumpkin spice on the floor. She'll she won't haunt you. <laughs> That's the what's it called? You know what, what were we talking about? The um, offerings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you gotta leave, you gotta leave a cup of abuelita. <laughs> so she doesn't. So she doesn't come. <laughs> and a tamal. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yes, please. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> it's like you get you gotta get like two scentsy candles and, a, and a, <laughs> no. if you don't want her to come, you gotta leave a tamal, abuelita, and two bags of takis. <laughs> Hot Cheetos, okay, get it right. Oh, I like both. Or just get like a like a shaker of ta- a tahini, you know, a shaker of tahini. Yes, yes, yeah. That's what you do when you draw a pentagram to summon me. <laughs> uh, a pentagram with a tahini powder. Oh my god, that's awesome! MJ, come to us. <laughs> it'll no, it'll be dependent on time of year, right? If it's hot, oh, yeah. I would be some tahini and some fruit. Yeah, and then, and, and then during like October, it has to be a pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? Okay. <laughs> I'll be there just to berate you. She just shows <laughs> up as this appears as the apparition. Like, what? What? What, what, what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> what, what now? What now? Why? Why did you come here? Why? Yeah. Like, you just call them. You just call her apparition just to roast you. And then she goes away. That's what I'm going to do. Be like, I'm disappointed in you. She shows up like you're looking at trying on clothes and you're looking at yourself in the mirror and she shows up like, really? That? And it just fades away. <laughs> I'm judging you. <laughs> I'm judging you all in the afterlife. <laughs> MJ, the judgmental ghost. <laughs> and all the side eye. All while, side while I watch you, I'll just be like mean mugging you, looking you up and down like, ooh. That's going to be it, right? The aberration in the mirror, just side eye, no, nothing else. It's like everyone else does like a scary face or like. But you'll like, know she's coming from the jangling of the hoops in the ears. <laughs> you know, no, instead of like a scary face or like a like a death warning, like you're going to die in seven days. You just side eye the whole time. Just like. Uh, and like a, a deep eye, like a, like a disappointment. Like. <sighs> it's like, oh, sorry. I guess I'll do something different. My bad. <laughs> don't worry you're already a disappointment just continue oh. doing what you're doing <laughs> no no you've already me. let me down you can't let, let me down, down. further it's like just, just don't start you already what, let what me down what does that you can't like uh, let your family down if you want <laughs> a disappointment so, 
<laughs> so one of my favorite things, so we'll get back on track here in a minute, but one of my favorite things to say to people and six and I have done this is like, Hey man, when I die, would you be a pallbearer at my funeral? Oh yeah, man. I'd, I'd love to. I mean, I barely know you though. Like why would, I'm, I'm honored, but why would you ask me? So I can rest in peace knowing you've let me down one last time. <laughs> oh, multiple times. It's so that is so funny. Oh my god, I want to be cremated, so I don't know how that would go. <laughs> I always told like my told my kids, make me my ashes into a diamond, and then when you guys are broke, you could pawn me off. Wow. <laughs> oh god, that's resourceful though. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's like I, I, that's what my dad Let's would say. <laughs> That's you know me. what though? I, that's that's a thing. People people do that though. Like you'll see like pawn shop owners and they'll put message up there like, dude, we get people in here all the time bringing grandmas, bringing grandma's ashes turned to a diamond and to pawn it off like the grandkids or whatever. That that's a real thing. Wow, like wow, we totally made this up. That's real. <laughs> that's real. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So when I get to be made into a diamond for each child, and then it's like, yo, if you're broke, pawn my grandma off. <laughs> that is so funny okay <clears throat> let's continue <laughs> before uh, i start laughing again uh yeah. another common <laughs> i'm sorry <Christina>. i'm sorry <laughs> i should have just stayed quiet i'll, I'll stop now <laughs> another common entity cited is the ghost of a little boy often seen in the governor's house people who see this little boy describe him as being around two years old and wearing an 1800 sailor outfit. Quick quick glimpses of the child are seen before he vanishes into thin air. And he's often described as like playing around, like he's playing or like running and stuff. That's also a hell no, because for those of you who listen to our podcast, y'all know that little kid spirits freak me the hell out because Mm-hmm. Mm-mm, ain't exactly what that. I was gonna say. Like the little kid laughing, you hear like the little child laughter. It's not com- in, it's not comforting. Uh-uh, it's that's, creepy. That, like mm-hmm. I always said, it's like an evil entity, to, like masking itself as a child to be, you know, kind of like to lure you. Like, oh, look at I'm all innocent. Just kidding. You're going to hell now with me. No. Right, and that'd be the way to suck me in. Like, oh, little kid, like, what's the matter? You need some help, and then like snatch. Oh. Like you thought. Yeah. One of the most common like legends is like there's like a baby crying in the field and some drunk uncle is walking home and he's like, I gotta help that baby. And he goes and like it's actually Satan. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that 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 is a very common thing. And it's like a baby that's really heavy too, like super heavy. You can't pick it up. Yeah, like the more he walks, it the heavier the baby gets. And and eventually yeah. The drunk deal looks down and the baby has like sharp teeth and it's like, I'm I'm Satan. Hi. You know that's a thing. Yes, that's a thing. Yeah. Very no, common all over come Latin America. Now. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like whenever there's a child entity, like I, in my beliefs, kids are so pure that they don't ever stay. Like they get taken, you know, to the afterlife where they're supposed to go. So what does that mean? That means that whatever is trying to mimic a child is not good because why would you try to mimic a child? Very true. Um I always associate it with like very evil spirits or, or demons. So so you guys go on trying to go to this place. If y'all get, you know, possessed, that's on you. Mm. (laughs) I can, I can can tell you that's probably not going to happen for me. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, is there there, <laughs> uh, you got you got more uh, MJ? Yes, I got one more. So um, this next ghost story, uh, this next ghost has a story attached to it. According to legend, a soldier was posted at the Queen's Tower, and as the soldier watched the enemy get closer and closer to the fort, he became he became filled with fear, so scared that he ended his own life by jumping off the tower. Now visitors claimed to witness a soldier in the tower, which, by the way, is off limits, too, for probably the same reason. And people in the area claimed to have an uncontrollable urge to jump off the tower. What the? (laughs) Which um, a lot of people say, like, when there's, like, really negative energy, it almost makes you want to replicate what happened. So. (gasps) Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah, no. Solid no. (laughs) And hard no. That's past. Yeah. So the most active place in the tower is the dungeon. And people here, people who visit this place uh, claim to hear disembodied voices, apparitions, cries and wailing, footsteps, banging and shadow figures are common in the area. And from the picture that I saw, <clears throat> the dungeon is very narrow. I'm talking about like only like one person can fit there, like walking through. And it's very long, but very narrow. And they would uh, cramp up to 80 people, pack them up like sardines, leave them there to die and starve. So there was a lot of suffering and a lot of torture that occurred here. And it has a 274 year history. So can you imagine what happened in almost those 300 years? No, no. Atrocities. (laughs) Atrocities and so much, you know, so much uh, human rights violations. So yeah, so whoever's going to this place, send pictures, but no, it's a pass for me. <laughs> it's a hard, pass. Hard pass. <clears throat> hard pass. Yeah. Yeah. It's, no. <clears throat> uh, that's crazy. That reminds me. So you were talking about the, the, the kids and stuff before and then and then underground dungeons. So in Monterey, Mexico, there's a 400 year old some Spanish mission church. Oh. Uh, built mm-hmm. up on a hill and you can go tore it and it's um it's got old cannons and stuff up there i guess at one time it was a it was a fortress slash church and then ultimately just became a church and then now it's kind of just like a museum but mm-hmm. it's like majority of the buildings closed off for reasons we've discussed you know mm-hmm. but they say that in the tunnels underneath the 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 priests and the nuns that's where they would get together um and the and the the tunnels are supposedly several miles long. Supposedly. Wow. But I guess they tie into like local cave systems or whatever, but they said, you know, the nuns and the priests will get down there, do their thing. The nuns will get pregnant, not supposed to be pregnant. So what? when they would give birth, they would give birth down there in those tunnels <sighs> and then take the, the babies way far back in and just leave them there and then no. come back out to the surface. Oh. So they say, if you go down in there now, you can hear, uh, the baby's wailing in, in the, the caverns. Yeah, dude, it's, it's some creepy shit. Oh, man. You know, it's funny. The first erotic novel was written by a priest. Oh, uh, I, I believe was, it. No, no, no. It's a, I studied it in <laughs> Renaissance. Oh, my God. Art, and I was like, people are like, but they're priests. And I'm like, yo, the first erotic novel was about a priest fantasizing what he would do to an end and what he had done to an end. So, Jeez. <laughs> yeah. sounds about right. <laughs> On brand. Yep. <laughs> MVP, you got us. You got one. Uh, I don't have anything related for 
like aviation wise, but um, I mean the uh, I mean the creepy uh, baby tunnel thing was pretty, pretty yeah uh, shaky. Yeah, so from yeah. from my hometown though, I'm from back east um, in Ohio, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so my hometown, uh, one side of the river was a Native American settlement, mm-hmm. and on the other side, or it was a camp, a Native American village, and then on the other side was a uh, pioneer town. Um, that they had built up because it was a pretty, pretty large tribal village there. So pioneers put up a village cross to do trading with furs and all that kind of stuff. Um, so in that, in that pioneer village, there was a, a lady there named Mary Stuckums. And if you're from my area, it's uh, and you can look it up online too, but it, um, everybody knows who Mary Stuckums is. So she was this woman and she, she had three children and she lost her mind, became possessed. They said she was a witch and that she sacrificed her children no. to Satan. Hmm. Uh, so she murdered all three children and then she was uh, found out, discovered and uh, hung for her crimes. But because I guess the mutilation and such was so grotesque that she couldn't be buried in the normal uh, graveyard, which would be way up over the hill. So like I would have to drive past it every day to get to my to get Ooh. to my house. But she couldn't be buried in that that graveyard. That's where normal God fearing folks were buried. Um she was taken across the river on the Native American side and then taken it takes like right now like forty five minutes to get there by car from the town mm-hmm. that's there now. So back in those days with no roads and whatever else it would I don't know how long it would have taken to get there by horseback and carriage or by just carrying the body. But you go way out in the middle of nowhere and then you have to go way down into this hollow. And then from that day forward, that's where all Stuckham people with the last name of Stuckham had to be buried because they weren't they were considered to all be possessed. And, and they didn't want those people around. So they buried the whole family out there. And Mary was the first one at the bottom of the hollow way as far back as you can get. But now if you walk down there now, it's like a little deer path to get down through there. And you can see, you know, old several hundred year old gravestones and uh, whatever else. But yeah, the goal is to get all the way in the back. Right. Is is you're a teenager, it's a popular place to go to test your braveness, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, But the goal is to walk all the way to the back to get to Mary's grave. And then you're supposed to say something. And I can't remember what it is. And. Sometimes she appears. They said you can see the ghost of her children wandering the woods around there. Um, you can see floating orbs and things like that. But I can tell you the time that I was there, we made it about halfway in and I heard a little girl scream. <gasps> oh, my God. And I turned. We turned. It was like five of us. And we turned and fucking hauled ass back out of that hollow, jumped in the truck and we're gone, dude. Heck gone. Yeah. I would. Never went wait. back again. <clears throat> Never went back again. You. I'm wow! Like, I'd be yeah. like, "Bye." No, nope. so <laughs> I need my friends there. Like, you're on your own. <laughs> yeah, that's the legend of Mary Stuckums. Jeez, uh, for my, wow. my part of the world. Ugh. Wow, damn. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so we went from the underground baby tunnel to, uh, uh, like, a whole family just, possessed demon pe- demon children. Yeah. Well, her <laughs> her just sacrificing her children to yeah to, to, Satan, to right? kid killers. Oh my god. Oh damn. And throw hands with these ghosts once I die. Right. <laughs> so well, apparently she's one that can can possess and and send 
apparitions home with you type thing. Oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah, so they say. That's a solid no. <laughs> uh, so the stories. stories the stories that I got. Uh, the first one, it's called uh, Eastern Airlines uh, Flight 401. Uh, this actually got turned into a movie. It was, it oh. was like an old movie. I can't remember when. Snakes it, on a plane. Sec, uh, <laughs> snakes on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired of these fucking. Snakes. I like snakes, so I'd be like, "Oh, can I?" Oh, hi, little guy. What are you doing? Where's your mom? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> me though. I love snakes and bats. Mm, bats too. And spiders. So in nineteen seventy. So in 1972, uh, Eastern Airlines flight uh, 401 was flying from New York to Miami and something went wrong with the plane and it crashed into the Florida Everglades and killed about 101 uh, people. They, the airline company decided or found some of the parts from the wreckage and they were able to salvage it and then install them into different airplanes within their fleet. This sounds like it's going to go bad. <laughs> yeah. So, so what, so, um, there have been stories of each of those planes that, that were in, that these, um, salvage parts were installed on started having, uh, apparitions on the, on the flights. Uh, one such <gasps> was, um, the VP for the airlines. He recalled before he stepped onto his flight, he was having a conversation with the, with, uh, this guy in a captain's uniform. And he had a good-ass conversation. He boarded his plane. And about halfway through the flight, he realized that the guy he was talking to looked exactly like the captain who died on the cr- in the plane crash. So, so, the, so going back a little bit, uh, among the people who died in that flight was the captain. Uh, his name was Robert Loft. And the flight engineer, his name was Don Repo. And um, all these different planes that they, they cannibalized and salvaged these parts and installed them on all started seeing apparitions or visions of these two um pilots and flight engineers on top of the passengers uh, another Whoa. story was a flight attendant was serving was about to serve people for from the galley and whatnot to give them food and whatnot and she saw a face uh in the oven where that was cannibalized uh, that was salvaged from the wreckage so, so she saw a face, Jesus. She saw a face on the oven. And she like freaked out, obviously, like anyone else would, like any yeah. normal person would. And she started to call two of her other flight attendant crew members to come take a look. Like, oh, dude, what is this? And <laughs> and when she looked back at the oven, the face uh, talked to her and Ew. said, the, "Oh my no. god, the, no!" The face told her, "Like, watch out for fire on this plane." And, oh hell no! And uh. As soon as they came back on their flight, well, they had to return uh, back to um, the airport because the engine was having some trouble. And when when the when the aircraft landed, they shut down just in time before the engine caught on fire. So the ghost pretty much warned them that the aircraft was going to catch on fire. And so they listened and then they avoided like sheer disaster from the engine catching on fire. I would keep that wow. ghost like legit. I would be like, you know what? Whatever part he's helpful. He's helpful. He gets to stay. Or he might. Right, you yeah. hear that, Philip? Right. You hear that? So all <laughs> these, uh, so all these uh, aircraft, all these aircraft that the the parts that they salvaged were installed on, they all started seeing stuff like that. Like the pilots, uh, or the passengers would warn them of stuff that's going to happen to the plane that the parts are installed on. And they they've all established all the crew members of the of the airline company established like these ghosts are trying to help us, but 
after so much bad press and um, or threat of bad press and the crew members just being spooked out of their fucking minds, they did the airline company decided to dis- to remove all those salvage parts and destroy them because because they're like yo, like yo uh, ghost <laughs> on a plane just no. <laughs> I'd rather take a ghost over like people though. Honestly, people annoy me. <laughs> So well, especially if it's a helpful ghost. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know. Right? Exactly. It's like, yo, he's pulling more weight than half of these people. Right. He gets to stay. Right. Yeah. yeah they're helping. They're yeah. helping. From from my perspective, I'm like, hey, Mr. Ghost, you found the problem. You, you mind just fixing it real quick? Like, put some hands on that, please. <laughs> you know, I'll, 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 I'll like give you some offerings. What's your favorite food? I'll bring them over. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, uh, hi, guy. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, you're pretty good at troubleshooting stuff. So, um. Can you tell me what's gonna happen before we take off? That can be you nice. Yeah, that, exactly. That would be I nice. Kept them. I would have been like, you know what? Wink, wink. We destroyed it. Wink. Yeah. Wink. The, these are our friends. I mean, ghosts are bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, second, second story. This is actually this plane is actually still in service. Um, it's <gasps> called it's called uh, Spook Fifty. Ooh. Uh, Spook oh. Fifty is a KC one thirty five. Uh, aircraft refueler so if you ever see any movies or pictures of planes getting gas in the air that's the plane that gives them the gas um this particular plane spook 50 uh is the the notorious uh kc-135 that's had more deaths on that plane than any other plane in in the entire u.s air force oh so yeah so this is a u.s air force plane by the way uh, Spook 50 would have uh, moments where the autopilot would turn off on its own. Uh, the lights on the plane would turn on and off when there's no one near the switches or no one even in the plane just turns on and off on its own. Um, one, the two such instances with Spook 50 is um, there's this one window that has like this thing called a sextant, which is kind of like a compass. This uh, window exploded somehow. And it killed one of the fourteen pass uh, one of the fourteen crew members on the plane. What? And to this day, they still don't know how that wow. window uh, exploded. But the chances of that one person who did die was one in two billion. Damn! Wow! wow. Was, uh, see, when it's your turn, it's your turn. Right? <laughs> yep. That's some final yep. destination shit. <laughs> yeah, that is <laughs> real. And so the the craziest story that I've heard or that was told, this was actually from one of our friends, MVP, uh, is yep. Uh, one crew member was operating the refueling boom to have it come down to refuel some other planes. And this is in the dark and whatnot. And he has his night vision on there. How many some thousand feet in the air? And he swears up and down that as he's operating the boom to refuel the planes, he felt a hand grab him by the wrist uh, and, and force the boom. Oh, my God. The other direction. What? And, and so he is and he and he looks, he he feels the arm. He like no kidding, like someone just like grabs him, like trying to stop him. And he looks mm. and there's nothing. And, and so he radios to the crew to the pilot to like, who's down here with me that's forcing me to not operate the boom? And the pilots are like, What are you talking about, dude? You're the only one down there. And Damn. He, he's had this occurrence five times. <gasps> that that uh, is like the, one too many. That is yeah. one too many. Yeah, he needs to like no, that's, that's four times same. too many. The, the the first time would have been enough. Right. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> What's it called? I don't know if you guys are allowed to do this, but stage that shit. Right. Stage it up and down. But then, you know, it's like once you realize you're the evil spirit. 
Right. So, the, so this plane is actually like still in service, myself. which is the crazy part. You know, like, yeah. if that was me, I'm like, yo, this plane's got to go, man. Like, like, put it in. Yeah, the, for sure. Put it in the boneyard, something. Just like, stop flying this thing. Spray the area with holy water or something. Don't, but I know it's like probably against. Just stop no. using it. Yeah, right. Uh, so this plane is currently in McDill Air Force Base. I think that's in Florida. Yeah, I think that's in Florida. I've, that was me like nope nope not a, not nope. a chance in hell Mm-mm. and and that's yeah, no the thanks. and that's the stigma like nobody wants to fly this thing but obviously you know start, start praying someone's yeah. doing it <laughs> start right. praying it's like the 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 not the nose goes kind of thing like one two three not it <laughs> damn, yeah. it. damn <laughs> it yo speaking of Florida they got that Bermuda Triangle out there and they say the aircraft that fly through there if they still fly through there some people just opt to go around it do their flight plans around it but they say like even to this day flying through there you'll see you'll see a you know a, a fleet of world war ii fighters cruising along oh yeah yeah ones and and they'll look at the tail numbers or whatever and they'll go back and research it and that that they were lost lost in a storm or whatever else at sea right all every aircraft from that unit went down into the ocean it was wow. lost but they'll see, them, they'll see them flying there through the bermuda triangle that's like right. some wormhole type stuff. Just like, like uh, that's what that's what it is. Like it's like uh you get sucked into another universe or another place in the universe. Ugh, no. Right. That's a hard note for me. I know there's like a yeah. Bermuda Triangle in Alaska and planes there disappear all the time too. I was watching a show on it like the other day. <laughs> oh yeah, up by the Bering Strait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's a no. Lots of uh <laughs> I, I I'll rather stay on the ground, think. With my look, it's like, hey, the whole plane is abducted. Congrats, Sensei. <laughs> <laughs> you did this to all of us. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't deal with that. My thing, though, is with the haunted plane. Like, hey, if you're going to be hanging out here, how about instead of messing up my arm and uh, trying to stop this refuel action, how about you uh, fix some of these discrepancies we got in the logbook? You know what I mean? Put, put in some work. Useful. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine me? Like, bring my like shadow person and be like, hey, Philip. That guy's bothering me. Go, go get him and watch like a ghost fight each other. That'd be sick. Does that is that a thing? Can you do that? Oh my I'm, god! I don't know, but I kind of want to try now. <laughs> like, do you do you suppose that's a real thing though? If you have, so you say you have this Philip who who's with you. I don't know if it's a one Philip or many Phillips, but I we just call him Philip. So okay, but let's just say if there is, do you think Philip keeps the bad entities away? I don't know. He does not annoy from the spirit well what i'm saying though is right but he's not annoying but is he there are stories of shadow like, people that, that people will say they protect yeah. them from other beings that were like maybe we coming can, like yeah, yeah. That's, i've so, heard that too that they're guardians i don't know what philip uh-huh. is but philip is always around my my daughter saw him or it two nights ago really yeah, Ew. we've all seen yeah. them. Anybody we're, who's we're, around me, and if you're around me long enough, you will end up seeing Philip. And, and just, I, I only record the hallway, or where does he show up? Uh, uh, the other, well, I got a picture. Remember, Christina? Um, yeah, he was in front of my closet the other day. He was um, behind my uh, the 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 bed thing. What is that called? Oh my god, my brain went like a the, the, bed, the headboard board thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's where my daughter saw him. I've seen him in the kitchen and it's sometimes it's just his hand. Sometimes it's just a torso. Um, my daughter saw him in the kitchen walking. My son has seen me and my son has seen them together. Me and other people have seen 
fill up together. So it's like whenever I get enough people, even this is like my friends. Remember I was telling you that I used to have a lot of friends over all the time and they'd be like, they'd see some shit and they'd be like, bye. <laughs> so mm-hmm. if you hang out with me long enough, you'll see Philip. This is oh why I only um, record remotely with you, MJ. No, <laughs> You're like, no it's because well, I live in another that's state. That's interesting. I wonder if you, during one of your recordings, if you could set up like another, have you heard, does he speak at all? Uh, there, there were, I don't know, but there was this one recording when I was alone and I was talking to a friend and I was like, hey, have you seen listened to the latest Spooky Tales podcast? And you hear someone talk like a woman talking. I was alone yeah. that day, by the way. My kids were at school. I was alone. I was waiting for them to get off because my kids schedule is so weird. My son goes in at 835 in the morning and then my daughter goes in at 1150 and then oh. they both get out at 314 so i have to make three trips to the school interesting and I, it was one of those when i had just finished dropping off my daughter i was home and then it was the the case was uh when we did the the demon case i don't know if it was that or because i know sometimes like whenever i do research a case things get attached to me for a minute and i don't know if it was it had something to do with the case because the same thing happened with um when me and christina were researching yeah. this uh uh, yeah, this thing called the Hawaii uh, Chivo. And I live on the, I live in an apartment, second story, and we would hear knocking all over our, my apartment. And it was me, my kids and my mom. And we were all in the, you know, we were making dinner. I was making dinner for the family and you hear the knocking on the walls. And I live in the second floor, you guys. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a hard no. So, sorry about uh, that, everyone. Like so, <laughs> uh, I, I was for what I had to unplug my mic for a second because I was hearing music in my headphones for whatever reason, and I don't have any, anything play anything open. <laughs> That's Philip. Oh, hey, That's yeah. saying hi. <laughs> um, no, but then so we would hear like a uh, knocking, right? And it's it's it was so bad that week during research. Um, my kids Yo, were even having I um yeah, even I had did. like a weird ass fucking dream, and I don't have I don't ever have nightmares. Like no, like I said, and, I'm super chill. And then <laughs> and then yeah, me and Christina had nightmares the same night. My kids are having nightmares. We were hearing knocking. There was uh, stuff flying off my bookshelf. Um, it was crazy, and I try to avoid that topic now because I also talked to to a friend of mine, and she was like, "You have to have connections to the Yucatan." By the way, I'm not from the Yucatan. Um. I am from like my, my lineage, my, I guess, in, indigenous descent part thing comes from central, from the Chichimec, Chichimeca. Okay. So I'm not of the same lineage as someone from the Yucatan Peninsula, but I do, my, my uncle did marry a woman who is, uh, who is uh, Mayan descent. And they're like, Ooh. you have to, you have to have a connection to someone in the Yucatan Peninsula for this stuff to to what's it called? And I was like, I just have, you know, I have a, a family by law, which I guess they're, you know, they're legit family now because, you know, so, um, and I was like, oh my God, that's my connection. And they said, they only go if you have a connection to someone in the Yucatan Peninsula. And I was freaking out. I found this out like not too long ago. I was like, oh yeah. my God. I, I would be too. Uh, and- <laughs> And we still, um, every once in a while, we still hear someone knocking on my front door and you open it. Nobody's there. Ew. <laughs> and Gross. lately, lately, um, the past two months, I always hear my husband knock on the door and say, hey, I'm home. And then I text him, hey, did you knock on the door? He's like, no, but I just parked right now. 
Oh, like, oh. I was so, like, oh, I'm psychic. I know when you're when you're home. <laughs> so speak. So speak. So speaking of uh, connections and me just now about hearing music in my headphones. Wink, wink, hint, hint. <laughs> uh, so uh, this kind of tie- this kind of goes into a story. I was gonna bring it up like some other time, but uh, Denver Airport. Funny enough. Um, Mm. Yes, I've heard so much about that place. So Denver Airport is reportedly one of the most haunted places in the entire U.S. And uh, there's this one section in the airport. I can't remember the names of it, but they're said to be music playing all the time. And the, and the music's not like some elevator music shit. It's like some Native American ritual <gasps> uh, chanting music. And... Uh, some people, uh, some people, especially the pe- the ones at the airports, they swear it off like that's just part of our cultural arts program. That's just music, you know, just to you know, kind of fill space because it's so far away, lazada, all that stuff. And then, but other people say that either a the chanting or the music playing is to a ward off ghosts, or it is by the ghosts. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and um. So that just kind of made me laugh because I'm hearing I I was hearing music in my headphones. That and, is creepy. I'm and, <laughs> and um, so, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so speaking of warding off ghosts, right? I have I have something to add into that. And I was like I was asking MJ, does Philip keep the bad spirits away? So mm-hmm. uh, for a while, my my family and I were living. My wife and my kids. We were all living in uh, West Virginia in a house that was built uh, in like 1952. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Anyway, old wooden house made a lot of creaks, but in the house, like I had a door to the upstairs that I always keep closed because I want the kids going up there when they because they were babies at the time. Mm-hmm. But you would hear like walking on the wood yeah. in the at nighttime sometimes, and then like in the basement, I had the basement was massive, had a whole workshop down there, a bathroom. It was it was a big like I guess the guy who built the house he built he was living in the basement and built the house over top of him. But anyhow. Um, uh, I, I would hang out down there. I had, you know, TV, kids, toys and stuff. So I'd be down there. And then at nighttime, when everybody else would be going to sleep, I'd be just down there watching TV or whatever. And then like a kid's toy would like kick off, you know, one of those like electric toys would just start chiming off mm-hmm. or like a doll would just start <laughs> oh, talking. That, and you're like, that happens and you're like, to me all the time. That's why um, I take the batteries out of my kids' toys, because <clears throat> we think we at one point we had what we call a child spirit because, OK. When we first moved into this place, we moved in right after my son's second second birthday. And so that means we had a bunch of new toys and stuff. And we had this light up bag and uh-huh. it would it would go off by itself. And then me and my cousin, we were moving all stuff. And then we heard a little girl laugh. And me and my cousin looked at each other and we we're like, did you hear that? And then he stayed with us for a while. <laughs> and he would hear some something playing with the toys. And uh, someone opening up like the toy boxes and stuff and playing with them. That was fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Burn it all down. <laughs> so, so to it then, right? So fast forward and I was still traveling a decent amount back then for work, but I was down in Houston, Texas working and I, you know, being a- aviation maintenance, you know, you're out pretty much all night long. So I was getting back, I think at like three, eight, uh, about I was getting back at like one or one thirty or two in the morning. And I, and I, and I called, uh, I would always call the wife, you know, when I get back, even though I knew she'd be asleep, but I call her and just let her know I was back in for the night at our, at the place I was staying at down in Houston. She was up in West Virginia. She would talk to me on the phone. She was kind of half asleep. She said, yeah, she goes, Oh my God, 
oh my god and i said what and she goes she goes i i can't i can't touch them i said what do you, what do you can't do it the kids like because when i was gone she would always sleep with the kids in her bed and she, i was like the kids she's like no there's three three shadowy figures in front of me and like, they're right here and i can't i can't touch them but they're right here looking at me i said are they how are they acting she goes i don't feel afraid at all she goes they're just here looking mm-hmm. over you know looking over the room like one was in the room and one was in the door and one was still in the hallway you know and she's like but i don't i was like are you afraid and she's like no they're not they're not they're not acting menacingly or anything they're just kind of hanging out she felt calm almost mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. Like, but she, they were there and she was trying to reach them and touch them like to see if it was real and i was yeah. like okay well she's like all right well i'm gonna go back to sleep and now again she's a she's a latina from mexico so she's very in tune with the spirit stuff you mm-hmm. know believes all that stuff her grandmother was very much that way um and she does the 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 sage burning all the time mm-hmm. here but she uh I talked to her the next day. I said, Hey, the shadowy figures, you know, she's like, yeah, they were, I'm, she goes, I'm telling you, they were there, but I couldn't touch them. So I looked it up a little bit and there's a story and a lot of people say they experienced it, but these three, three, uh, fallen angels hmm. that, who are doing Ooh. God's work to get back into his good graces. So they're, oh. because she said they had wings. So it's just <gasps> three. I, their, so yeah. if you read this, the story in the Bible says the three shall spread their blackened wings. And Ooh. act out God's vengeance type thing. Uh, so they say that those three appear when there's a real bad entity around. Those three show up to. Uh, to fight it. Eradicate it. That, that's, yeah. I see. That's what I was going to tell you. That's a good omen because I've there's been only two times when I've two or three. I can't remember clearly. I'm, I'm going to have to like I've seen them so many times where I see shadow people and I feel something negative. Otherwise, the rest of the times are like, eh. Like, I don't care because there was this one story. Okay. So I've told this, I think kind of spooky tales, but I was sleeping and it, it was right in the area where, um, we saw the, I saw the shadow person by my closet and I'm sleeping. I wake up three o'clock in the morning and I see the shadow person dangling from my ceiling and it's like on all fours. So like, it's almost like the ceiling became the floor, Ooh. but it starts Ooh, twitching. Like twitching, That's like weird. like you know, contorting and all this way. And I was like, and I couldn't tell what it was. And then I was like, oh, ew. And I was like, it's a shadow person. And then I went back to sleep. But um, I didn't feel any negative things towards like about it. It was weird. It moved weird. But then, yeah, I, that's once I realized it was a shadow person. I see him so often. I was like, okay, good night. <laughs> Man, I I don't want to ever be that comfortable. <laughs> that's seeing too many shadow people so when i was a kid right i was a kid and i remember i just snapped awake in the middle of the night in my room and i just sat straight up in my bed and looked at the end of my bed and there were two white figures there with wings so angels i guess you would say i mean vivid like vivid and they were standing there and they were kind of like they were talking to each other but kind of looking at me through the side eye a little bit but talking but i didn't feel side eye (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like they were kind of like leaning towards each other, talking and kind of glancing over at me and then looking back at one another, that kind of thing. <laughs> I would be talking. like, am I being judged now? Am I being judged? And I was like, and I just remember sitting there looking <laughs> at them. And then all of a sudden, one of them waved their hand and I just kind of fell straight back asleep. Was like, and you, then, you, you weren't supposed uh-huh. to see this. <laughs> yeah. And then the next day, uh, my cousin's two-year-old son drowned. <gasps> Whoa. And I was like, they're probably what? like, no, it's not you. 
Right. Damn. And so that's what my mom said. My mom goes, oh, she goes, I think no. they were deciding. Damn. That they were, is they, sad. They were there because oh. it was going to be one of you two and it wasn't you. Wow. Damn. And I, God. Like, and I think about that a lot. That is crazy. Yeah. Dang. That, yeah. That was, that was pretty deep. <sighs> yeah, that was so strange. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Bumps. Uh, no, no kidding. I was like, I don't know about y'all. I think I had enough spine tinglers <laughs> for, for the moment. But you got more. Uh, so I mean, we can more. totally talk more. Uh, we can do that for our for our post show for well, I guess our post show. <laughs> so uh, with that, uh, I, Christine, I think you usually have this line that you normally say when you're about ready to sign off. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Let's see. Um, uh, don't. Don't go to haunted fortresses. I don't know. <laughs> that's my yeah. that's my line right there. Yeah, don't go to haunted fortresses. They have too much history. It's a no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you do go, send us pictures. Okay. Don't mm-hmm. don't take canned parts from crashed planes. <laughs> yes, that too. <laughs> if a plane yeah, is haunted, take- just stop using it. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, and and I'm gonna just add in burn sage. Right. <laughs> so you, you did something wrong and you need to figure out what it is to uh, make amends <laughs> or give them offering of food mm-hmm. like you're all going to do for me once I pass yes that's right uh, <laughs> uh, so, Takis and Takis and pumpkin spice right pumpkin uh, and tamales uh, ta- abuelita tajina and a cup of abuelita <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like listing off everything maybe a pupusa or two you know maybe maybe, maybe. that's like that's, that's, that's a that's must. You, what are you talking about you're right <laughs> you're right like when I need to contact Christina Christina come to the pupusa <laughs> yes. Man, well, what would it be for you then six since you're since you're an islander oh uh, um hmm <laughs> it'd probably be like something with rice obviously <laughs> yeah yeah spam would be nice too <laughs> spam all right i got you spam, spam the other day oh. heck yeah uh, so good. <laughs> what are those things called where you wrap the spam up with the rice and this musubi. 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 Oh, that's what it is. Yes. Okay, i love that okay. stuff or, or mocha yeah, loco no lo- loco mocha is like a loco like mocha. like a breakfast it's like so it's like right yeah. it's like I make, that, I make that for dinner all the time no shame it's like, what is it uh, loco 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 so it's like breakfast but you have like a hamburger and an egg on top of it yeah it's oh. like rice hamburger egg and then gravy on top yep gravy oh so that's okay. so that'd be it, God, I that'd guess be it. What's, what will my white ass want uh <laughs> uh what, what's that one uh that one pudding you mentioned um that no. your that your grandmother or your mother makes? Oh, uh, uh, bologna, uh, bologna gravy. Oh, bologna gravy. Yeah, for my poor, my poor broke white ass. Yeah, <laughs> but how many people would broke. know to do that? Right? Like, it wouldn't be a broke thing. White. Yeah, it wouldn't be a thing. I it'd do not bologna, know what that is. <laughs> you must really name <laughs> it if you made bologna gravy. Well, so I grew up. Uh, I grew up a little bit of poor white trash. So, so bologna. And my so did my mother. So she would always make this, and she makes it for me every Christmas that I see her now. Aww, uh, but it's uh, you. So sausage growing up was expensive, right? Mm-hmm. But bologna was mm-hmm. very cheap. Mm-hmm. So she would take bologna and she would dice it up and then fry it in a skillet. And then she would make her own homemade uh, gravy, like a white gravy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with that, with a lot of like black pepper or whatever. And mm-hmm. then instead of biscuits, because, uh, you know, 
that mm-hmm. that stuff was expensive. Saltine crackers are cheap. So you'd mash up a bunch of saltine crackers in your hand, put it on a plate, and then pour that bologna gravy over top of it. Then just mix oh. it up and eat it. And, and that is my go-to Christmas Day meal. So, okay, so, so, so there you have it. A Christmas haunting by MVP, bologna gravy. Yes. <laughs> That's the only way. Bologna is fire, though. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. And, and my wife thinks it's just horrendous that I would eat something like that. <laughs> my, like, broke food would be um, macaroni. But then you make taco mac, so you, uh, on a skillet, you uh, you mush up the, the ground beef and then add taco seasoning. And then once that's done, you mix the macaroni and the taco meat. It's Ooh. so good. It's Dang, so good. That doesn't good. sound broke to me. You got meat. Yeah, that's like chili yeah. mac. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Mine, mine right growing there. up was like rice and beans. So that's funny. Yeah. So like my, my wife will talk shit to me about eating that food. And I'm like, says the, says the one who grew up eating... Oh, what's for dinner tonight? Well, we either got tortilla with butter in it rolled up or we got beans and rice and that's it in a tortilla. I was like, come on. Okay, but refried beans delicious. are fire. <laughs> Have oh, you ever good. had what they call casamiento? It's yes. beans oh, and rice God. fried together. That yeah. shit is bomb.com. Yeah. Like, I just had that the other day. Especially so if good. you use um, uh, pork fat. Uh, what's it called? Oh, yeah. So that's how my mother-in-law does it or whatever. Or sometimes she'll mix chorizo in with her refried Ooh. beans. And, and then, oh, and then, yep. oh, yeah, chorizo beans. And then you're like, this double chin is coming in nicely. Speaking of lunch, oh, I, know, I, I gotta go feed like, my... You're so gross as I eat another one, you know? <laughs> I gotta go feed my toddler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so ladies, uh, real fast before we sign off for the night, uh, where can we find you? Uh, yes, yeah, so... Um, Everything and anything in Spooky Tales, you can find at SpookyTales.com, but you can also find us on our socials at Spooky Tales, uh, literally everywhere. That's just the name. It's all together. No space. Just the Spooky Tales. Uh, Twitter, Instagram. We use more. I ignore Facebook. And then TikTok. Um, TikTok. I post almost yeah. daily. So Sweet. And, awesome. for, and for all you Spooky listeners, you can find us at CancelForMaintenance.com. All the socials. Not TikTok, though, because... Uh, non-disclosure <laughs> reasons uh instagram it's at kanks yay and x uh for maintenance um twitter is at cxmx maintenance and likewise you can find us there and everywhere you can listen to podcasts so on that note bye everybody stay spooky bye yes, stay spooky bye See everyone <laughs> and recording all stop. you ghouls and goblins <laughs> 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 We'd like to take this time to thank our patrons for supporting our show and allowing us to continue to make episodes, maintain our gear, and create merch for all of our listeners with special thanks to Erica Lamont, Chris Hawkins, Ryan Frushauer, Dan Schubert, Jenny Dignan, and the ladies of the Dick Talk and Mimosas podcast. Thank you all so much for your support and patronage. Visit our shop at cancelformaintenance.com and grab some swag to show off both your support for us and your prowess as an aircraft technician. If you have ideas for the show or you'd like to be a guest on the show, visit our contact us section and send us a line. We will do what we can to get your ideas or yourself on the show. You can also follow us on social media, such as on Facebook at Cancel for Maintenance, Instagram at Kanks, that's C-A-N-X for Maintenance Podcast, or on Twitter at CXMX Podcast. Check out some of our affiliates like Rockwell Time, where they make both rugged and classy watches to fit your lifestyle. Use the code CX4MX and save 10% off your purchase.
support us on Patreon. Our patrons get exclusive perks such as access to our Discord, discounts and early access to merch, special patron-only episodes, and so much more. Thank you again so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.